0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
2: The Orange Open Conference plays strong, quite possibly the best all-around game of the year so far for the Orange, rolling past the Chokies at the Dome, holding Virginia Tech to a season-low 56 points. Plus, we turn to Joe for his preview of the Georgia Tech game upcoming. Let's go.
0: nation podcast with sean and joe give us a like on facebook at facebook.com forward slash Q's nation podcast
2: all right, what's up, Q Nation? Thanks for tuning in to episode forty-seven of the Q Station podcast with Sean and Joe. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, YouTube, and SoundCloud. I'm Sean, alongside my good buddy Joe. Joe, happy New Year, brother!
1: Oh, happy New Year, Sean!
2: Thanks. Did you give anything up? Did You end up giving nope. anything up? No, I gave up. Uh, I gave up drinking beer during the week. Oh yeah. <clears throat> No.
1: And you just
2: broke it. <laughs> what have I done? Ah. no, I didn't. I gave bother.
1: up. A, I gave up New Year's resolutions.
2: There you go. That's 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 a good all-around one. Um. All right. Look. Um. The, the 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 Hokies. You had me so worried about the Hokies. You had me so worried about Virginia Tech, Joe. Um. So I was like, I was grinding my teeth all all day waiting for this game, and then it was one of those ones where. You know, they kind of hung around, hung around a little bit, and then eventually uh, I think the defense prevailed. Um, the Hokies averaging, what, 91 points a game. They fell short by like 35 points. Uh, they entered the game Sunday leading the nation in field goal shooting with 54.5%. Syracuse held them to 34%, 18 for 52. Um, they were ranked sixth in the country in three-point shooting and only only shot 33%, 10 for 30. I mean, so we, we won the game. We we controlled the entire game from start to finish, I would say. Um, maybe a little bit iffy in the in the beginning, but all around SU controlled that game. So was it what was better for you? The offense or the defense? What won the game? That's two different questions.
1: Defense. Yeah. And defense.
2: Exactly, right? <laughs> I mean it was great yeah. great to see him score, but yeah. the defense like their defense is it it's i i almost regret to say phenomenal but that was a phenomenally played defensive game against a yeah. really good offense and yeah. and it just goes to show i mean how many times have we said it joe if Syracuse can score their defense is going to win them these these close games this one really wasn't even that
1: close 12, 12 no. points no, I like you said it was uh, close early. There was a point, and they came out right in the second half and ran. They uh, they caught up real fast. Um, yeah, but well, they, after- they nailed
2: three threes back to back yeah. to back. Right, it, and and it got them back in the game quick. Right at the start of the second half, it looked ugly right. for a second, and they gathered their wits about them, and then they carried on. They did what they did in the at the middle to the end of the first half, and and took control again. Uh, the other thing too is is that Blackshear, I mean, who's like their star player, really. Right.
1: Well, I mean, he's one of, but he's the star of, player with height.
2: With with height. Well, he's the only one with height, and the next one's one right. six
1: six. And he was in foul trouble all game. Yeah, he was in foul I, trouble. I, quick. I, what do you have thirteen games or thirteen minutes. I mean.
2: Uh, fourteen minutes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so he that was that's one of the the, the reasons. Uh, like you said, I mean. It's such an early sample size with the non-conference. You really never know how good other teams are, so you can really only go by stats and 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 how they they just play their games. Um, and like last week when I was reading about it, you know, when we, they did talk about the the, the three-point um, percentage that they made, but you Which know, we also phenomenal. did talk about yeah the the fact that they didn't shoot a lot of them. You know what I mean? So it was pretty obvious that their offense. I mean, they run, they try to go up tempo. But also, I mean, they are predicated on shooting the two first, going to the rim, shooting the two, making it around the basket um, because they were one of the more efficient teams as far as two point uh, field goals and and finishing around the rim too. Right. uh, AC. We
2: we beat them there, too, 28 to 14 points in the paint.
1: Right. Well, that's what it was. I mean, you don't have I'm not to say the Blackshear was going to be the guy, but I just thought though. It was a big difference, and he didn't get the minutes, but I also thought that there was going to be other players that they could have put at the free-throw line that could have made those jumpers or those passes. And, I mean, a lot of times those teams are teams that you know that have experience that have played against that 2-3 zone. I mean, it's not the same 2-3 zone as the last couple of years, though, so albeit that, that is a factor. But Buzz Williams has played against his own 2-3 zone for how many years? It's in Between the Big East and the ACC and stuff like that, and I just I didn't see any evidence of that whatsoever. They weren't hitting – They weren't getting the lobs behind the zone. They weren't uh, getting it to the middle of the zone and making shots. And they weren't getting it to the middle and and making passes down to the baseline and getting easy. I mean, that's how teams usually beat the zone. And then when that happens, that's when they can kick out the three because you're making that zone shift to what you're doing. And to me, it was pretty obvious that Virginia Tech, although they are a good three-point shooting team, they are not a team where that's their first you know that's their that go-to. The f- their their go-to right. is up-tempo defense, fast break points, finishing right. around the rim, and then forcing the defense to collapse. And then that's when they get the kick-out threes. And the fact that they have so many players that have the option to shoot that three as well, so it does make them a dangerous dangerous offense. But I, I like I like we said, Blackshear with foul trouble, and that was the guy that with height. So I mean, we did, I mean, dominate the rebounds and off the offensive rebounds and stuff like that, and um who knows how much of a difference that did make. But again, they still didn't have, you know, that guy that they could put the free throw line to make that basket or that pass. So it was just a lot of just passing around the outside and shooting. So that's, it worked for us.
2: Slowed the game way down. And we were talking after the game and um, the point was made that um, they did all the easy things, man. They, they finished at the rim real well. um, Putbacks were going down Late, they made layups. <laughs> I, mean, right. I mean, all the little things that they've just like have been having a really hard time to put together so far this year. They did. Chuku did pick up uh, two quick fouls. Well, kind of quick, um, within ten minutes. He picked up two bad ones. That's the thing. And those are the yeah. ones. Those are the ones that really suck. The over the back foul. You just got to know when to not do that. It's it's right. a, it's a it's it's one of those it's one of those fouls too. That's it's black and white.
1: So, yeah, if your arms aren't straight up and there's contact with the arms, then they're going to call it every single time. Um, so, and he's 7 2, so I really it shouldn't be an issue. It he should know. And and again, as much as, I mean, after that Virginia Tech uh, game, I was reading that uh, I think Ken Pomeroy has Syracuse as far as defensive efficiency. He's 16th best in the country, you know, and like you said, it's all the little things, you know. We – we block the most shots at the highest rate. Uh, we're the tallest team. Um, well, I don't know about with Sadiby out, maybe not. But um, we're up there in offensive rebounds. All the little, the hustle stats. You know, we cause turnovers. We get steals. Um, it's a lot of effort, a lot of defenses effort. You know, those getting on the ground and getting those rebounds and hustling like Doge and. Uh, and Moyer and, and pretty pretty much everybody. I mean, it's a lot of it is just effort, and that's how we're going to win games. You know, it's just yeah. not settling for the, the the jump the jump shots and going to the hole and getting to the line like Brissett's averaging like ten free throws a game. Yes, you know, that's was, where
2: that's that's beautiful. Hold on, right there. Hold hold that thought, because I was just about to say that driving to the basket and creating fouls and it's a I mean it's obviously a bonus if it goes in. Syracuse ranks twenty fourth nationally in free throw rate that's the stat that compares how many free throws a team attempts to uh, compared to how many uh field goals they attempt they have taken so far this season ninety eight more free throws than their opponents yeah so and obviously their opponents most of the ones we have faced have beat us on the floor um right. Syracuse from the floor against virginia tech uh forty eight point nine uh to virginia tech's thirty four point six uh threes were exactly the same. We went 5 for 15, they went 10 for 30. They average about 20 they they like you were saying, their first option is is a is a easy two. They only average about 20 21 um, three-pointers in a game. And also from the line, we went 85% to their 55.5, which is I mean, you can't win games from the line, you know, if you're going to the line that 55.5%. So, um we beat him everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. Any major stat, we crushed him on. And you mentioned Sidibe real quick, um, as far as being um, one of the longest teams in the nation, You know, if, if that counts with him or without him, if it makes any difference at all. Um, it, a little note sure, of optimism does. on that. No, yes, it does. But a little note of optimism on that is that he was dressed for the game. Right. I mean, I don't know what that means. Uh, would they have put him in if they needed him? You know, in a close game, would they have risked that? I don't know, but I guess that's a good sign. He wasn't in warm-ups.
1: So, right. Well, um, no, I think uh, he's probably sitting on a bench with an imaginary um, break glass if emergency sign. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's kind of, that's like I said, what, what I said before. There's no reason to force playing upon him. If he was past a situation where, where he couldn't redshirt anymore, then, uh, by all means, give him whatever minutes. You know, tinker, messing around. If he can only play five, ten minutes, whatever you can give, then you know it is. It is what it is. But if he, because he's in the situation he's in now, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of up in the air. I just hope that there's not before he's a hundred percent that there's not a situation or a game where Behnheim feels like he has to put him in and, and and kind of ruin that situation. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I, that's that's exactly where I'm at too. So, I mean, hopefully it won't, like you said, hopefully it won't come down to that. Um, no. Um,
1: but there see. comes a time in the season two as well where you start to get your rotation and, and you get the, t- you know, the rotations in the lineups and the team are starting to gel together and you got a guy that can, you know, maybe barely finish a practice or, you know, he's not, you know, Playing as doing as much in practice, and and then all of a sudden, you know, just there just comes a time where you you want to have your final rotation, unless it's going to be somebody who can definitely no matter what come in and make your team better. So again, I mean, I look at it like you let him sit, you let him get as healthy as he can possibly be, and t- and not until he's a hundred percent and can go through practices with no pain, you know, a week full of practices, whatever, then then don't play him. Yeah. So, uh,
2: Frank Howard just a quick a couple quick mentions frank howard again with with five turnovers but he did complete the best sequence of the game and that was the um the uh but that that slick little pass to moyer or the moyer was i don't know if it was a slick pass or if moyer just happened to grab it and uh go up for the dunk and then um in transition Virginia tech missing a three and i think it was Brissett got the rebound down to battle and, and battle pull up or um down to Howard and, and Howard shot a ha, shot a pull up three and made that. They got the dome rock and that was awesome. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, oh yeah. So and that's what can happen. And and that's you know that's what I was talking about before with being able to take it to the hole and and pretty much them understanding that you know with confidence and with winning these games the offense is going to come. There's going to be games where we shoot good. There's going to be games where we shoot bad. Um, but as long as the effort on defense is there, the effort on the boards, getting offensive rebounds, second chance points, forcing turnovers, and and getting fast break um, layups and fast break points when you can,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: with the with the blocks and everything like that, like when our when our offense is on on those nights count. where we are hitting, it's going to be a situation where we could probably beat anybody. You know what I mean? I mean so
2: which is accrediting the defense.
1: A hundred percent credit to yeah. defense, yeah. and, it's, and, and like I said before, with the amount of experience on this defense, I, I only look at it like the sky's the limit.
2: I agree. I, mean, I agree because they at, could score at this
1: point in this, at this point in the season when you play some of these teams. Like again, like Virginia Tech, very experienced, and they've seen this zone. And you they're know? well coached. Yeah.
2: You know. So, and who would not know they do, that they Buzz do Williams what they to air.
1: Right. But they knew they do what they need to do to win the games. They go to the line. They go and, and that's there's and there's another sneaky advantage as far as that goes too because the more free throws the more fouls and the more free throws the more rest your team's getting. There's no secret that we pretty much got probably three guys that are going to be looked at to probably play the whole game like, in good games, yeah, you know, in, where in, in games to... where we need them, yeah. Um, so any rest you can get to slow the game down, anything like that is definitely a benefit to us, but also, like I said, just the effort. With Moyer and Merrick playing like that and, 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 and Chukwa, if he can just get his free his, his foul troubles, you know, he's got his free throw troubles in line. If he can get his foul troubles in line... Which, then, um, it,
2: like Joe, it shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be hard. The The amount of over-the-back fouls this guy has. It. He has just got this bad habit of just reaching in front of people like that.
1: I think he's so tall he can't see some of the players sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he just thinks he's going up for an normal rebound and all of a sudden he bumps into somebody like, what's going on you the, know plus with those goggles half the time he doesn't even look oh like, my god you know I mean does it,
2: it might kill some of his his vision you know
1: no, I mean if you watch him it's like half to t- every time they put a camera to him, he's like pulling the goggles away and like looking with his own eyes to see if it's really what he saw almost like like I don't know what's up with him, but
2: yeah, I wonder that's a good I point know. I never really noticed that, but i do I always do see him messing with those damn goggles oh man.
1: yeah. And he's got to wear them because but, I, I mean, mean what's obviously wrong with no- some safety glasses?
2: You know, with a strap. Well,
1: I mean, I mean, come on.
2: Well, he's not swimming <laughs> for crying out loud. It's basketball.
1: It well, looks like yeah, he's ready to on. do the,
2: the, the breaststroke. The safety goggles. <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: I mean, what the hell? What are we worried about? OSHA? Hey, whatever up? happened what's to the <laughs> the masks?
2: The masks—they're for the nose, right? Those masks.
1: Masks are for the nose. Yeah. Oh, okay. He had a detached retina, so therefore, oh, he he had
2: operation on it.
1: Oh yeah, he can't like get hit anywhere near the eye at all. Yeah, the messed up part about it is is that he it fully got detached um, Mm. last year in a play where he got hit in the head with a pass because he didn't see it coming, and that was without goggles. So, damn, I'm thinking (laughs) we just got to get this guy to an eye doctor. I don't think anybody's
2: (laughs) Put put the old glass one in, Chuka. (laughs)
1: What the hell! <laughs> I mean, why waste time? The old glass <laughs> eye trick. Yeah, no, yeah, I just exactly scared the don't. kids on
2: Halloween type stuff.
1: But at the end of the day, he's even though he had zero points in these other these other games, he's gotten to the line. He's obviously a presence in in the middle of the paint. So, and it, and it looks every game more and more like our defense is starting to understand the responsibilities and what they're supposed to do, and it became pretty evident pretty early that um, unless Virginia Tech was going to be on fire from the three-point line, that they didn't have what, what they needed offensively to, to crack that defense. So yeah, I, I think, it was definitely a good win. Like like I said, I'm sorry that I made nervous. <laughs> Anybody else nervous about the game, I'm sorry. But that was just one of those things where – We didn't
2: know. Well, we didn't know. We haven't seen regular right. competition yet, and we just didn't know.
1: Right. Didn't know how and again, and it's, still, it's still tough to gauge where teams are. So –
2: yeah, we'll know. We'll know more. You've nailed a couple. I'll let you. will let you slide by in that. Oh, thanks. You've man. nailed a couple. Um, all right. So, um, I guess. Well, let's do this before you do. And we're going to throw in. We might throw in the Notre Dame preview. Okay. So we'll do. We'll do. Uh, wake and we'll do the Notre Dame preview because um, it's a quick turnaround. We can't. And the quick turnarounds. I mean, they're they're quick. And, uh, oh,
1: yeah. You get those little lulls. I mean, sometimes we have – we go a week, week and a half where we have a game every two, three days and then turn around and we won't have a game for a whole week. So yeah. this just happens to be one of those one of those weeks where I feel like we have like a game every three days we for do. like the next week and a half. So. It
2: feels like that because we do.
1: No. Uh, well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if you look at the schedule. Um, all right. How ironic. So let's just do ACC power rankings real quick. At fifteen, we got Georgia Tech. That's our next opponent. Joe, we'll go over that in a second. Uh, no. Nope. Fourteen, Pittsburgh. Yes. Oh, it's I'm Wake sorry. Forest. Wait, I'm are sorry. Wake going? Forest. What did I say? Georgia Tech. Thirteen yeah. is Wake Forest. That's our next game. Uh, nope. twelve, NC State. <laughs> uh, you're sc- Yeah, you're really screwing me up now. Eleven, Boston College. Uh, ten, Louisville. My my brother, I was talking to my brother Tay about Louisville. He said they're overrated. That they're only tenth on here. So uh, they
1: are lacking scores.
2: Okay, well they're lacking a coach too. I mean they just got rid of an excellent coach. So I mean when no, had... I mean
1: it's not like they had a choice. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, but you can't tell me that doesn't affect isn't going to affect that team and recruiting oh, down the yeah. road. Um, eight, Notre Dame, that is our s- second opponent coming up. Seventh is Syracuse, up two spots from nine. Six is Florida State. I watched them play Duke, and I was my head was spinning. That game was like. Ridiculous. Um worries me.
1: Duke, Great defense, right?
2: In that game. Oh yeah. Awesome defense. <laughs> it's like a hundred and ninety-two or something like that. <laughs> uh five, Clemson. Uh UVA at four. Miami at three. North Carolina at two. I think they're overrated at two, big time. Uh. And uh Duke at one. The only one I really have a problem with, and I don't know really who I would put there yet, but I don't North Carolina at two. I just don't think they're that good, and, and, and it's just my opinion. Just because I've watched them flounder quite a bit, they've they've barely won a couple of games. They just beat Wake Forest by four, and they almost lost. They almost blew it.
1: No, a lot of turnover. Yeah. Well. A lot of turnover, and they got the key piece with uh, with Barry at the uh, the guard, and um, Theo Pinson, small forward. Like those two guys are very experienced; they've been there. So you got that Luke, dude that looks Luke, like he's
2: thirty five on there still.
1: The dark, Luke May,
2: dark haired guy,
1: dark haired white guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Luke May, he's pretty solid. So you got some guys. It's just filling in the rest of the rotation. It's not that they don't have the talent. It's just gonna take time, and it's not like they don't have a Bad record either. They already have some decent wins to their name. So
2: yeah, I'll tell you, uh, Bagley, uh, he's a he's dynamite. Uh, Marvin uh, Bagley yeah, the third uh, from Duke.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's, he's like gonna just an example day. of why there should you should still be able to go to the uh, NBA right out of high school.
2: Yeah, I guess. Because I
1: mean, well, dude, I, I mean, how many games? I, I haven't seen Duke uh, too much as far as a full game, but I. Pay attention, watch Sports Center, go and look at the stats and stuff. Uh, the um, There's already been like seven games where I look at a stat line and I'm like, What? He's a beast. Dude, 32 points and 21 rebounds. Like, that's I know. like, <laughs> it's crazy. What is that? <laughs> who, the, who are they playing against? Well, that's guys, a good we'll, question. Play, but that cause was, cause I was looking Florida at Wake State. Forest. Wake, oh, Florida State. Yeah, but yeah. Florida State's got some seven footers. They're, yeah, they're like, long.
2: Known. They're long, yeah.
1: Uh, that game, I'm
2: surprised people didn't drop. They they, they just never slowed down that game, never slowed down.
1: So Yeah, well, the know, good thing about Duke and, and those teams and, and all the turnover is that they have to re-teach playing against the zone, you know? So, really, I can just only hope that for some reason, for some weird reason, Bagley doesn't know how to play against a 2-3 zone. And
2: well, they, I'm telling you, it, this defense is something... Um, something
1: different. If, if we played man to man, then he'd have Chukwu followed out in the first half and he'd probably already have well, a double
2: double. Well, Chukwu is following out right now. Thinking about that game.
1: Oh um, God. His <laughs> his goggles are already fogging up. So <laughs> no
2: kidding. All right, Joe, uh, give me, give me the wake preview and, um, then we'll hit up Notre Dame.
1: Uh, wake forest. Oh,
2: wake forest. By the way, I'm sorry. It'll be by the time you hear this, probably it'll be tonight, Wednesday. Um, uh, t- or wait, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. the game's tomorrow yeah. at seven. Tomorrow at seven. Or yeah. it's today at seven, depending right. on when you watch depending it.
2: Depending on if this is Tuesday or Wednesday to you. If it's Wednesday to you, it's on seven, and it'll be on. Obviously, it'll be on. Um, ESPN, 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 U. Yeah, yep. yep, seven. Yep. So yep. all
1: right, go. Uh, Wake Forest. This is a tough one. Just like you said, uh, they. Going through the power rankings, but they had them at like 14 out of 15 teams or 13 out of 15 teams. Yeah, so they had a rough start. Uh, They lost uh, four of the first five games, not against good. I'm talking against Drake and Liberty and teams like this. Uh, They're seven and six overall. They did kind of come back to reality and and win five straight uh, against better opponents than the teams they lost to earlier in the season but they are on a two-game losing streak. Their last two games was uh, against Tennessee and, uh, like you said, uh, North Carolina. And they had a pretty good game in North Carolina by four points. So when I went and kind of looked at at what's going on, I don't know if if, uh, if Danny Manning's trying to figure out just his rotation or if he's just trying to figure out his team's niche and and how they're going to win. But – they um, they have nine guys that average over fifteen minutes. So and they don't even have a guy that averages over thirty. And meanwhile, we have three. So they uh, they play up tempo. Yeah, they, they play up tempo. They're going to attack the basket, try to get us in foul trouble. They're going to run. You know, like like I said, nine guys play average over fifteen minutes. Um, so they're going to run. A bunch of different guys in, and kind of hope to just wear them down, and um, <clears throat> like I said, get them in foul trouble, and that's kind of the route that they've gone in this little winning streak, except for the last two games, just because of uh, talent or whatever. So earlier in the season, it just didn't look good, but um, now it looks like they're starting to shore some stuff up. But uh, they do have problems with some defense and the way that they uh, their up tempo goes. It also allows for other fast break points and stuff like that, and uh, they do allow um, opponents to shoot on thirty nine and a half percent from behind the arc. So that's actually worse than what we allow. Yeah. Um, and they also aren't very good on the offensive boards either. Or sorry, defensive boards, which they allow a lot of offensive boards, and that's kind of one of those things Thanks. that we're good at. So. Um, it is an away game and I'm sure that that Wake Forest, you know, the crowd's going to be game and, you know, they're going to give, you know, a good showing. Danny Manning, good coach, and he's going to have his players ready and he's, you know, like, like I said, he goes at least nine deep for over 15 minutes. So if you if you aren't playing and the effort isn't there, then you're you're going to sit down. So expect a game uh, Wake Forest team. Uh, but. But again i i really think that we what we showed if our defense can show up um then i really do think that we're going to be okay in this game as long as we don't get key players in foul trouble and that's really my biggest my biggest concern um they got a seven uh a seven foot one center uh he is is going to pose some problems on uh on the offensive board, uh, the offensive end, and but he doesn't score that much. Um, he averaged about seven rebounds, ten points a game. So um, he's not any he's not a, a Bagley from Duke by any means, but he is some height that is comparable to Chukwu and the guys that we have. Um, again, I think we just stick stick to the script um, and just. Stay out of foul trouble, and I think that we get out of there. Like again, I don't think it's going to be pretty. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, Cardiac Hughes is probably in effect with this away game. I mean, I think actually we're going into the game as a three and a half point underdog. I saw one.
2: I saw one one point today, but
1: well, then it probably what happened was it's probably as as people start betting in Vegas, then then the line starts moving. So it opened at three and a half. Okay. but if you said it's at one now, then I will. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, either I did, that way, was I,
2: earlier I saw that. So I don't know what you're going right. off of. Right. But like you said, it's going to change anyway. It'll change tomorrow before the game.
1: Yeah. Yep. And and right now, uh, Ken Pomeroy has us ranked uh, up at uh, 45th position and has Wake Forest at s- the 69th position. So um, it's it's pretty high considering their seven and six record and who they've actually lost to. So um I don't know exactly if there was injuries or if there was some people that had some suspensions or was, you know, ineligible or whatever, but Wake Forest is a better team than, than what the record says and, in, and, in, in who they lost to um, earlier in the season. So this is one of those games where, again, like I said, just stay out of foul trouble. And I think our defense can ride the win. but I don't, think it's going to be pretty and again like i said they kind of do the same thing up tempo they play three guard set with um and uh they try to get uh, opponents in foul trouble and go to the free throw line and that's kind of what we do on offense so it's kind of like you know two teams that really aren't explosive on offense you know i mean they they talk about tempo their tempo i mean they don't have as good a players as virginia tech and their tempo can't be that good so as far as offense goes i see a similar uh offense but um a little bit more height um but again less talented guards and uh again i mean it's it's going to be ugly game versus ugly game it's going to be you know effort and competitiveness versus effort and um again i think it's going to come down to little stuff like foul trouble turnovers just things like that so that's uh, I- that's my take on it i think it will be all right uh, i got gained a little bit of confidence Um, or a lot more confidence in our defense after this last game. And I don't see, I don't see Wake Forest and, and their uh, roster doing the same thing better than Virginia tech. So. All
2: right. Well, after that, if we don't get back, you have the preview. It's right here. Uh, Saturday, January 6th at three o'clock in the dome on ESPN or ESPN two. So, Take your. You have to check both of them. It's, they're both of them are listed here. Um, Notre Dame comes into the dome. Joe, what do you got for Notre Dame?
1: I'll tell you what. I'm gonna kind of keep it short and simple because uh, <laughs> I uh, I just saw news today that um, Notre Dame's uh, they're all American. They're Bonzi Colson, they're all American forward. Actually, um, yeah, fractured should. his feet fractured his foot in practice.
2: Wow, so I he is going to be that.
1: out for eight uh, eight weeks. He's going to undergo surgery, and um, he is not going to be available for the Saturday game. Um, he was he was ranked second in the ACC, uh, averaged twenty one point four points a game, and third in the ACC with ten point four rebounds. And I'm one of only four players in the ACC to average a triple to be averaging a triple double at this point.
2: It's oh, a terrible um,
1: loss. Yeah. A huge loss. Uh, he's six six, two hundred twenty four pounds. But I compare him to almost like a Charles Barkley, as far as maybe not as explosive, but he can get down there. He can rebound with the big boys. He uh, he allows Notre Dame to go with smaller lineups, so they can have more of an outside shooting threat. And he is an outside shooting th- shooting threat himself. So uh, Matt Farrell, great guard. Uh, they do have, uh, I think Rex Pfluger still there. They got some guys. They got some pieces. But this was this him and him and Matt Farrell were were the key key cogs. And I would like to sit down here and and break down, you know, game flow and and, and the way the teams play and this this and that. But when an All American goes down with an injury, I mean, he'll be back. But when an All American goes down with an injury, then um, you know you don't know what to expect from the other team. Yeah, exactly. So and that's that's also a danger in one way because now you can throw the tape out the damn window when it comes to scouting uh, Notre Dame for Syracuse and Jim Beheim. But totally. But at the end of the day, I don't think they have – I mean, they might have younger talent, but as far as experience, being a leader – he
2: He's faced the zone. He's been there. He's, he's fa- Oh, he would have
1: been the guy right in the middle, so, making the exactly. jumpers, making the passes. He's done yeah. it in the past. There's no reason to think that he wouldn't have done it this year. So um, that's, that's it's really, really huge. And the fact that we're going to be one of the couple teams to face them, I don't really know um, – you could probably check it out here real quick but I don't know if they have a uh, a basketball game before yeah oh yeah they do they um they play NC State at home actually tomorrow night at 9 so we'll be able to get a decent uh decent look uh before we play them uh, at home on Saturday um but yeah that's that's a big blow and and honestly uh we only play them uh, once this year so we're not gonna to see Bonzi Colton at all unless we're talking about the ACC tournament. And, and honestly, I'm kind of glad for that because that guy's been his own killer for years. Um, and Notre Dame has been a tough opponent. So, and they'll—I'm sure they'll still be tough. They got players. Matt Ferrell, is—is a—he's yeah. a gym rat. He's a gamer. And and Bray, Mike Bray, he's a great coach. Uh, but coming, <laughs> going back home, three fifteen students. Um, hopefully, be two and zero in in the ACC after tomorrow night. Um, that's going to be a difficult atmosphere for for that team to go in. And, and again, you never really know what that does mentally to a team as well. So,
2: yeah. And you mentioned real quick because I always forget to mention this. Damn it! And every time if I don't, I'm like kicking myself. The dome attendance for uh, the game against Virginia Tech was. 20,688, That was that's really good. I wasn't expecting that much. I was expecting more like 17,000, probably, something like that. But that I'm impressed with that. And
1: also... What, with no but, students?
2: Yeah. On New Year's Eve? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good.
1: You got, yeah. You know, Considering so many, yeah, so many plans and so many uh, yeah, know, things I, going I would, on. I
2: would assume, I mean, our next home game against Notre Dame, uh, being in the middle of the day on a Saturday, I got to think that that's going to be... Mark my words. That will push 25.
1: It'll push 25, I think. Well, Are the students going to be back?
2: Oh, I believe so, yeah. I mean, I don't know.
1: If the students are back, then I'm willing to bet it's going to probably be, I mean, I don't think we're going to have a problem pushing that, to be honest.
2: I don't think so either. Maybe I played
1: it safe. You did play it safe. That's fine. (laughs) I'll go a little higher. I'll say we're going to push 28.5. How about that?
2: Wow, that's awesome. I like yeah.
1: I like that. Mm-hmm. I
2: like that. Going out, going out on a limb. I like that. A little bit more. Rescue. No, I mean, it's Notre Dame. Yeah,
1: that's true. They, I mean, it's, they've been around and it is a Saturday right in the middle of the afternoon. So, an big and East again, like rival do. Right. And if we win tomorrow, then, you know, you're starting off with a pretty good, what, 13 and yeah, two. You're looking two? at, you're
2: looking at thir- going three and oh in the ACC.
1: Pretty much. You're looking at going three and oh in the ACC and most likely being ranked. Although, to be perfectly honest with you, nationally-wise, I still think that we're, we're still being a little—I'm i, don't wanna, I, I I'm fine with it, to be perfectly I'm, honest I'm with you. I'm okay with I'm, not
2: being ranked, too, bro. Is that, is that where you're I'm going?
1: Fi- I'm fine with sliding under the radar because Me there was—I don't know if it was USA Today or there was a, uh, a national— They only got um, three votes. Or- ranking that came out that we—no, that, that, but we were in one where Virginia Tech still got more votes than us.
2: Yeah, that was the last one. They got six. We got three.
1: Yeah. And after and we, just after, beat after
2: we beat them. Yeah, and it doesn't even make record, any damn so. sense. It doesn't even make any damn sense. But I'll let them take it. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, yeah, our, no, our, that's fine. Our group what's text what's... the other day, it was predicted that they might be ranked, and right. I thought that that was probably close to true. I mean, it was. It's been we've been getting votes here and there. And yeah, but there's uh,
1: so many teams. I know. You know, it,
2: it takes so many votes to get ranked. It really cool, does. But
1: there's so many teams that start ahead of you, and. Considering that we haven't beaten a ranked team,
2: yeah, that's, you know what that's I mean. I mean,
1: we've beaten yeah. some good named teams: Maryland, yeah. UConn, Georgetown. That sounds good. Yeah, um, but I mean, you, we could venture into saying that even if we were to beat Saint Bonaventure, we still might not be ranked. But it's because it's just because there's so many teams that start off highly ranked, I'm, and if you start off, you start off number five in the nation, and we start off at number fifty. <laughs> you know, it's going to take more than two losses to pass that team. And like so, you said,
2: I'm fine with it. I don't care about being ranked. I remember. Oh yeah. I remember the stress of being ranked and, uh, so, seeing where we're going to slip to after a loss or something. It's just nerve wracking. I'm good. So,
1: and honestly, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about the game that rankings really don't matter. Honestly. I mean, it's just, it's just to it bring up, talk. it's just to show, uh, to get ratings. Um, something that's for people to talk about, uh, That's pretty much it as far as I'm concerned Um, because rankings don't mean anything. I mean, when you look at the end of the year when the NCAA picks the the brackets, they don't look at the rankings. So it's not like they look at it and say, oh, well, these guys, they're one, two, three, and four. So those four are the one seeds. Like, no, that's not. This is just there's coaches' polls. There's different writers out there that have votes. A lot of the politics go into that stuff. Like, I, I, I don't look into that stuff at all. All right. So well okay. not, not worried about it.
2: All right. I hear you. I'm with you on that one. Um, okay. Well, I guess that's it. That's it. If we can get back, if we can get back after after um Wake Forest, we will. Um yeah. and if not, then we'll be back after Dame. So uh this has been Well, a- what
1: about those bills, man? Oh, the Bills,
2: the Bills. It only took seventeen years. I'm happy for the Bills to get back and
1: um, well, you know that we got most likely a lot of listeners and we got a lot of, you know, people that follow us on Facebook that are probably most likely Buffalo fans. So, yeah, yeah. without And doubt. I mean, I have I have felt for them, you know. I, I big, haven't really felt for them because it's well, whatever to it me. Fun. I mean,
2: I'm a Raiders fan, so we went 13 years. I mean, I'm not even trying to hear it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. I mean, I as a Giants fan, I don't feel your pain, but I'm just saying that. Um, <laughs> Please. What? I'm just. I know. All I'm I saying know. Is, go, go. In the beginning, it was funny, you know, but it, now it's just gotten to the point where you actually feel bad for someone. Growing up you know?
2: in growing up in Syracuse, like liking a team that's not the Bills, being that your team, actually with with uh, Scott Norwide, <laughs> that was the Scott Norwide game, right? Yeah. Giants, bills? yeah oh my gosh just think the bills could have a super bowl right now like so easily 35 yards yeah, yeah. Goal.
1: dude growing up i had a secret santa with my cousin who's a diehard bills fan and for the longest time i wanted to get a custom made scott norwood jersey made for him <laughs> but i always <laughs> i always went against it was just probably just too mean for I christmas mean, what's an
2: extra point now would they make it 25 22 or 23 what is it? Something, uh, something
1: like, like that. that. I think he missed what. He 27? missed th- what, No, it was the thirty-five, 30, right? 30, something like that.
2: It wasn't really long. <laughs> I can tell
1: you that. No, I know. <laughs> I
2: don't remember. Oh we're, oh, we're digging. We're digging at scabs. Here we. Here we are. We were gonna. We were gonna talk good. <laughs> we were gonna congratulate them. <laughs> what the hell happened? What the hell happened? Um. Yeah, but no, I'm happy for the Bills. I'm happy for the Bills fans. The reactions in the locker room were great. Joe mentioned yes. that earlier before we went on the air. And you know the fans, the fans' reaction inside uh, Dolphin Stadium—they hung back and watched. I mean, that was awesome.
1: That was awesome. Yeah, it it really was, and and to me, it really doesn't matter all at the same time because when you really look at the the thick of things, it's like, okay, yeah, nice, you won, you you got into the playoffs, but Lashawn McCoy got carted off.
2: Yeah, but they're saying he might he might be able to go on Saturday. The
1: no, only way he's going is if they numb that crap out of whatever happens to his ankle, because yeah, he'll, be, he'll be playing. You uh, don't get on a, you don't get carted off and then play the next week, unless it's a concussion and you get cleared.
2: They numb your whole foot. He's gonna be walking on a noodle.
1: Well, if that's the case, I mean, then that's the case. But that's the only way he's gonna play. And they're going down to Jacksonville to play against the toughest defense in the NFL. So
2: yeah, yeah. Well,
1: enjoy while it lasts. So.
2: Oh, you know, and, and
1: you know, I'm just saying. And also, just want to throw it out there. Kind of a story that I thought was hilarious because I looked at it every every week. Seventeen, um, they have articles and, and things that they pop up. Adam Schefter he had a bunch of them on Twitter this Sunday where he showed basically because of the um, the incentive bonuses that players have. Yeah. So he gives, like, okay, this person needs this many touchdowns to get this amount of bonus, and this person needs this amount of yards to get this amount of bonus. This, this, and that. Well, Eric Weddle, safety for the Baltimore Ravens, in his contract, it said that if he made the Pro Bowl and their team made the playoffs, he would get a million-dollar bonus.
2: Damn, that's pretty good.
1: And not only did that last play that the Bengals had— Put the bills in the playoffs, but it also took a million dollars out of Eric Weddle's pocket. Yeah, so
2: that's pretty funny. I'm not a big he, Eric Weddle fan because uh, he plays uh, for he's the he's got a way cooler beard than you. Hey, <laughs> no, he does not. He played. He played for the Chargers, and I've, we've been Weddled. Let's put it that way. So I love a player. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, all right. Well, now that Joe has uh, aimlessly rambled, um. <laughs> I'm just playing, whatever, bro. man. I'm just I playing, love my Bills fans. I'm just playing. Congrats to the Bills. Congrats to Syracuse. Let's go three and zero. This has been episode in the in the ACC. This has been episode forty seven for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. You
0: just heard the Hughes
2: podcast with Sean and Joe.
4: You're
1: so mad because I made fun of your beard.
4: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
3: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for
0: you. I could stay here forever.
3: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.